Hey, hey, hey! What's up, everybody? What's going Whoa. on? Hope you're having a good day. Happy Friday! You guys seeing that tip in the chat just then? Whoa, no! Thanks. Eleven a.m. right on the dot, or no, noon, no, noon p.m. No, no, I'm a little uh, sad that we didn't have the alert box open for this show. That would have been that fun. was my alert. Good golly, Fegs. Good golly, Miss Molly. Wow. Wow, that's happy a way to Friday. start today. Yeah, happy, happy Friday. Friday. You'll see that our board game is set up because yeah. we have a little schedule switcheroo for y'all. Boom. Because we have so many exciting things going on. We're gonna play, yeah, we're going to play Risk right after this. That's right, we are. <laughs> it is right after this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to, we had to switch some, some things around because originally we had Risk happening uh, after gaming upstairs, but at the same time, we need to be setting up for what we're doing at uh, after risk. So it would have been kind of uh, a little bit of a logistical challenge. So, Adam, for the record, what's the schedule for today? For the record, schedule. This is Hypercast. Hello. We're recapping. Uh, we're going to be talking about New Mutants, and we're also just checking in with ourselves and the audience to see how you guys are doing. After that, we'll be playing risk. I'm not going to put any soldiers on Europe because I know you love to destroy it. So I got to find a new strat, a new strat for the chat. Uh, then after that, we'll be doing gaming from three to six. Um, you were trying to install Warcraft, right? So we'll probably end up playing uh, Fall Guys. Um, well, I got locked out of my account. Never a good thing. Yeah, at, which I take personally. I know there's a lot of security stuff on Battle.net. Mm -hmm. And so if you haven't logged in a long time, they're like, oh, you're probably, you know, uh, a bot or something. Yeah. You can't have access to your stuff. But I don't know if people know this about me. I'm, um, I wouldn't say I'm an OG player of World of Warcraft, but mm -hmm. I would say like I'm second or third generation, mm -hmm. and I've been playing on a day one server, and oh, that damn. game is like over, what, a decade old now, uh -huh. getting ready for the new expansion release, and I thought, you know, I got some interest on Twitter, maybe even GMing a community adventure in World of Warcraft. I thought that would well, be fun. fun if they let me log in. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, that'll probably help, 16 right? 16 years. Yeah. Dang. So I've been playing it for... Wow. Uh, eight, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Damn. Jeez, that's a while. Uh, maybe? I don't... Uh, how old was I? I was like 22. Mm. Yeah. Nine years? That's, ha that's, half, <laughs> that's half my life. <laughs> <clears throat> that's half my life. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, like the first season is coming out, what, like November or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought it would be kind of fun. Um... World of Warcraft means a lot to me, and I had a group of people I like to play with, and, and not anymore. They've just mm. kind of moved on in their lives, so yeah. I thought maybe some, some people in the community might want to be my friend. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. And yeah. then uh, at 6 o'clock, we're doing something new. Malika, you want to tell them what uh, what this what this idea is, what this concept is? Oh, the... With our buddy Branson? Yes. Okay, well, we have four options for the title of the show. Oh, good. We're going to workshop them now. Because <laughs> I, I made the overlay and I was like, I don't want to call this. So I just called it Hyper's Clip 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 sh Wait. Branson's, clip Show Show. Branson's Clip Show Show? Oh, yeah. Clip Show Show. Yeah, okay. that's what it was. All right. Well. <laughs> but I, I'll probably have to change it for whatever uh, uh, we vote on. Yeah, okay. So here are the four options from Branson. Wait. It doesn't mean they're like good. Wait. Should I make a poll for this and let the Can audience chat? Can you make chat? a poll? Yeah, hold on. Okay. This is hilarious. His ideas are the best. And the spelling is very important because he's very into puns, which I love. Yeah. 
October, November. I don't, I don't know. I, I can't mm. even keep track. It's your voice with Kelsey. Thank you for the reminder. Mm. Well, there's also the whole like, what server do we choose situation? Because I'm on Manoroth, a day one server, and I'm like, no, I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave. But if we're gonna RP, maybe I should move over to a, a RP server. Um. Metasphatum, thank you for the support. Thanks for the tip. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, so these are the options from Branson. Wait, no notification from Twitch? Did I miss much? Son of a bitch! Man, we, uh, we've we turned into, like, potty mouths. We got to stop that. <sighs> don't let don't let Zach's absence make us succumb. It's I mean, I'm just like that all the time. No, we... we, we I've always <sighs> been a toilet mouth. <laughs> it's hurting our, our algorithm, man. Like, especially when we go on YouTubes, right? It's all about kid-friendly stuff why did i make a go live notification if nobody gets it what's the point sometimes it's slow twitch, twitch can be twitchy it's why you name. hurt me yeah why okay well here here are the four options of this new show all right and i have to explain how it works so one is hyper hip clips all okay. right hyper hip clips hhc mm -hmm. all right this is the longest one option number two Weekly hyper review. Wait, wasn't hip H Y P though? No, no, no. That was that was that's option number four. You're jumping you're jumping <laughs> the gun, my friend. Gotcha. All right, option number two. Weekly hyper review with mm. Mr. Piano Pants. Oh. Or you can just put like weekly hyper review. Yeah, okay, cool. Alright. Alright. Option number three. Hyper stream provise. Okay. And then option number four. Hip Clips 2. And hip is spelled H-Y-P. And then 2 is T-O-O. Very okay. important. Very important. Okay. So these these four options. Here you go. This is a new show launching at 6 p.m. tonight with Branson. He's going to be going over the week's like top clips. Maybe mm. top 15, top 20 clips. And he's going to improvise... A um, a song based off of those top clips. I think right now the top clip is Lana Del Rey uh, talking to Lucas on Cookie Quest. So oh, for he'll sure. He'll do a little song all about time that. Ever. <laughs> and if we if we do that every week, um, that means you you guys have to have have your finger on the the clipping so that Branson has some good content. And he said he will also. Do songs about gifts, memes, and fan art. So, for those of you who want to have a song about your fan art, get that in. And every Friday, he's going to do that weekly review with Mr. Piano <clears throat> Pants. Mr. Weekly Piano Pants. I think Hyper Hip Clips might be in the lead there. We'll or, see. Chat room has yeah, to vote. It's that, all on it's you. It's a little hard to read. We have to. You have to have the dark. There we go. Haha. Oh, I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we need to uh, add a little more stroke on that. I get a well. I mean, we'll, we'll we'll ask PZ if we can make some adjustments to that. We can add stroke too, can't we? Because don't we key it out? It's not keyed out. Uh, it's just an it's overlay. Just, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Hype clips? That's pretty good. Oh, hype clips? Yeah, hype clips. <laughs> vote more. Vote more. Vote more. Vote more. You have to vote. Yo, we can't be an interactive channel if nobody interacts. 
We need the interactions, please. You just got to put one key on your keyboard into the chat room. Wake up. Ring a ling, ding dong, ding dong, ding. Where are you? Yeah, it sounds like we need You don't the- even have to sc- subscribe. You don't have to follow our channel. <laughs> Ring a ling, ding dong, ding dong, ding. <laughs> Hit W A S R D. That should have been the go live notification. Ring a ding dong, ring a ding dong, ding. No, you just say ding dong. Penis. Ring a ding dong, ding. Dude. Balls. It's all about leaving something for the imagination, my friend. They're no. like, are they actually talking no, no, about the heart, peen? The heart of Ding Dong is Dong. <laughs> now our views just jump 200%. Oops, wrong person. There we go. There Welcome. Go. We're not actually talking about Dong. I just wanted to get you here. <laughs> Someone said, male genitalia? I'm awake. <laughs> uh, well... I mean, we're getting close there. What's going to win? Looks like I W. Eclipse is like kind of in the lead. Yeah, there. W and A are yeah. very close. Yeah. I think W might take that W, if you know what I'm no, saying. It's... Uh, how many votes were required? 30. Oh, well, wow. Well, that's, I mean, if, if yeah. <laughs> Even if everyone voted and they all voted differently, I don't know if we have enough people here. There it is. That was we'll, it. We'll get your friends and fam in the chat room. There you go. <laughs> there it is. I'm All stubborn. Right. I want everyone to vote, damn it. All right. Hyper Hip Clips. Hyper Hip Clips. Well, I'm going to have to change that overlay. HHC. Right. HHC. Well, we first to episode it. tonight. The overlay is just a description. It's not necessarily Yeah, It's fine. Yeah. It's a quick fix anyway. All right. So, noon. Hypercast with us. One risk. Mm-hmm. Three. Three. Gaming. Video gaming. <laughs> Maybe the start of my World of Warcraft RPing adventure if I can log in. If not, probably playing Fall Guys. Five or six? Six. Six. Hyper hip clips. <laughs> if we did the show at five, Branson would be walking in here at 510 and we'd be in big trouble. Hey. <laughs> well, he, he also is like, can we move it to 630? That was his last text to me. So I said, we'll start when you get here. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yes, happy Power Rangers Day. I didn't know that. I yeah, wish I would have known that. I, like, we probably could have workshopped Zach, some fun idea. Zach but. took the, the tweet away, so everybody's thanking Zach. And I was like, okay. Mm, yeah. He tweeted before I did. It's yeah. always first. He, um, there he wakes to, up. Yeah. He uses the toilet, and then he goes into the tub to take a, a, a bath. And he answers emails and he's on Twitter. So he, he always beats me on the Twitter game. Nice. Yeah, because I, I take care of the dog in the morning. I have a question for our audience. Is there a website out there that has a calendar that lists yeah, all these? Yeah, there's a lot. De- there's a lot there's so of, many. Yeah. I feel like on my trending tab, I see happy this day, happy that day, happy mm-hmm. this day. I'm like, dude, how many different things yeah. can you have in a day? I just care for stuff that relates to us and California burritos. Yeah. Well, actually food. Be so like it's a happy pizza day. Happy I'm all in. International Dog Day, and I'm Do like, how many freaking dog days <laughs> yeah. are there? Do I feel like this is the There's seventh a National one. Dog Day, <laughs> International like, yeah. Dog Day. <laughs> I feel like this is the 17th Dog Day. Yeah. So, in my past life, I was a marketing director for a chocolate company, mm-hmm. and chocolate, like video games and our channel, are not necessarily necessary for your survival. Mm-hmm. We're not selling, uh, you know, healthcare. Or groceries. We're just selling something that's unnecessary. So I learned a lot about how to sell stuff to people when they don't really need it. And one thing was the holidays. Mm -hmm. So every time they'd be like, hey, 
it's National, you know, thank your secretary day or yeah. something. Uh, make sure you grab a box of chocolates for your favorite secretary. You know, it was just like every holiday was excused to like buy chocolate. And when it wasn't a holiday, it would be a treat yourself day. Mm. Every day was a treat yourself day. You deserve it. You know, it's the same kind of marketing ploy that beer companies use. You fucking deserve it. Grab that Chris Cold beer and drink it, you winner. You know, so, yeah. Just like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, like, different flavors. Like, yeah. you could say the same message, but in different ways. Like, ladies and gentlemen, you've been working very, very hard. And now it's the end of the week. It's Friday. It's time to reward not only everybody around you, but yourself because you deserve it. Mm-hmm. Same messaging. Same thing. Oh, in the office? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I there's a... I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, there definitely is a little part of me that wishes that... I don't know. I guess I just need to, like, subscribe to some calendar that has this all written down. Because I think it would be actually, like, really fun for us to theme our hypercast episodes. Or, I mean, we could theme a lot of different things. I mean, I am a Power Ranger, technically. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, it would be fun to, like, theme certain things or to at least just, like, inc- incorporate into our discussion of these sorts of things. Because, I mean, like, Power Rangers, we grew up on it and we've watched it. Um, I watched every episode from Mighty Morphin to In Space. After that was where I kind of went, I have other interests now. Oh, yeah? Please tell us more how you're a Power Rangers fan. I want to know. Please. Um... But yeah, I, I would love to know what the, what people are out there are doing for Power Rangers Day. How are you celebrating? Is it sharing your favorite moments from the show? Is it sharing clips or your favorite morphing sequences? I know that's like a really big thing on YouTube, at least. Those morphing sequence videos get incredible amounts of views. And I've actually seen our Hyperforce stuff included in them a lot, too, now. We should, we should share ours on social. Yeah. We have a montage of everybody transforming in hyperforce. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Well, well, we'll find it. We'll we'll find it and we'll share it. But yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Lord Zed and Right Toy came out today for Power Rangers Day. Right Toy? I think he meant Rita. Oh, Rita. Mm-hmm. Did it say E or A? Okay. No, put E. Okay, cool. I, think it was a I was like, what am I reading incorrectly here? But yeah. Um, I did not know you guys went to see New Mutants last night. You told me about it. No, I know, but I, I know you guys were kind of like not 100% sure if you are going to go or not. I told my husband we have to do things together to save our relationship, so we went. <laughs> I mean, that's a good reason. Yeah, so last night at the Rose Bowl, they had the, the first night premiere of New Mutants, and it's going to be playing there for the next, I think, three weeks or three or four weeks it'll be playing there. Um, Matt was the one who initially set up this whole thing to go, and then Matt ended up not even going. So thanks, Matt. <laughs> was it just like me and Zach in our car and you and Emily? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And so we were like, we were like, okay, well, let's let's go anyway. It'll be fun. We'll watch New Mutants. It's a movie that finally exists. Oh, okay. You're gonna go see it on Sunday, Matt. Okay, good for you. I like Uber Bowl. Is it worth to see it a drive-in? So. Can we just talk a little bit about this drive-in experience? Because it was kind of cool. It was I fun. actually, I, I liked it. I liked the drive-in experience way more than I liked the movie. To be totally honest yeah. with you, <laughs> it was very organized. We were more hyped about the yeah experience yeah. and like the ordering snacks yeah. from your car. It yeah. was really cool. So yeah. it was at the Rose Bowl in the parking lot. They set up a screen. They had uh, a couple DJs 
who were out there playing music. That's so cool. And yeah, it was like really well put together. All the signage was changed for New Mutants. Um, they had a couple food trucks and they had restrooms that, you know, they gave you like a whole rundown of like how everything works and how you can, where you can go, where you can't go, how you shouldn't congregate, all that stuff. But it was super organized. Super organized. And if you had to leave your car, they would escort you so that you... Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm. So you weren't supposed to like just walk out of your car and you weren't supposed to just leave. After that the movie part was I knew, done, yeah. you know, they were going in rows. Yeah. Too. It was very organized. Like um, Walt Disney World parking lot. Yeah. Really well yeah. organized. And I, when we first got there, there was like a line to get in and we were worried. We thought like, oh man, are we going to be... Is this going to take forever? Is this going to be like a whole process? Very organized. Like they were directing traffic. They would like literally escorted the vehicle to the parking spot. It was really quick, really well done. They even had like a little bit of like they had a step and repeat, and I think that was probably for the actors that ended up showing up. Did you see? Okay, this is so funny. <laughs> this is like surreal COVID shit, you know? Because <laughs> like this whole pandemic is so surreal. Yeah. I know a lot of people are like even like even does it exist and it totally exists and wear your mask. But I can understand why some people are like, what is going on? Yeah. And so at this New Mutants premiere, not only did they have the actors up on stage. Yes, they did. Right before the movie started. Right before the movie yeah. started, which was super cool. Um, there was this line of VIPs and they could drive in front of a step and repeat. And then it would like automatic take their picture. So that's how that so works. So people could like stick their heads out of their car with the step and repeat, and I'm like, uh, I'm at Tango Mutants premiere, motherfuckers! You know? Wild. Uh, yeah, which I thought it was kind of hilarious. Yeah, I was wondering how they were handling that whole thing, because Emily and I drove by, and we saw the film crew recording some stuff, yeah. and they had, like, a car display. I don't know if that... Was that a display car, or was that where you actually drove through? No, you drove through. Gotcha. You so I, I was, like, a little confused by the setup. I didn't know if that car was there as like a display thing because no, it was a sponsor. No, it's because you're not supposed to leave your car at a drive-in. So, yeah, so that was pretty cool. It's a drive-through, like red carpet, yeah. step and repeat experience. Which I'm like, I mean... A step and repeat is like one of those backdrops yeah. where they have like, like the, the logo, logo repeated. And it's like repeated in patterns. Times. Yeah. You know, and people like, they're on the red carpet and they take pictures and there's like the logo a million times in the background. Yeah. That's what a step and repeat is. Yeah. So, like, that was that was pretty fun. And they did a really good job regulating the traffic and kind of getting, like, groups of people into the parking lot at once and then cutting it off. And I, I don't know. It was just, like, it felt like they actually put time into setting up this whole event. And then they had the DJs, which were super fun. And the way that they kind of kept the, the, the people in the parking lot, the whole community experience of it alive is they just made people interact with their vehicles. Mm. So it's like, all right, we're going to honk. And they like would honk on the beat of the music. They did the wave. They did the wave with... It's so funny. I'm <laughs> with telling headlights. you. It was so surreal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, God bless them, the DJs, because they were more hyped than the crowd. Yeah. Or maybe people were hyped, but you can't tell because they're inside their cars. I think people in the front yeah. were more hyped. But uh -huh. I think in the back, like we tried, we participated in everything. Yeah. But you could see the cars around us were kind of like, I just want to watch. So the yeah, movie. while you're in the <laughs> in your car waiting for the movie, it was all like like Pitbull, like Mr. Worldwide yeah. kind of music. <laughs> it was great. You know, hits like maybe from eight years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, "All right, we're gonna do the wave." So that's gonna be. It's going to be your right. We're going to start from your right. All right. Then you're going to flash your lights. And when I point at you, turn on the lights. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Three, two, one. 
Oh, and nothing happened. And then like nothing happened. And it's like, and he was like, "Come on, are you awake? Come on, are you awake?" Oh, they don't have there. And you could only hear the DJ and the movie if you're tuned into the station. Right. He was like, "You guys aren't even tuned in." Yeah. This guy. You gotta tune into eighty-eight point nine. Come on, are you awake here? He was like so hype. Yeah, super hype. It was. It was a very good like shoutcaster person. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it worked, but it worked incredibly well. Eventually, like we got the wave going, and everyone did it, and it was really, really fun. And I think like it kind of helped build the excitement for the movie and then i did love how they had the ordering set up so you could text a number yeah uh, new mutants yeah four seven four seven four seven yeah and in and the response back was the digital menu so they had like three that two food trucks yeah and you could just order no, from they had them ice cream one yeah it was like a cart the, right it was like the middle east but it was called the middle feast right so yeah, it had yeah mediterranean yeah. food and then there was the Mexican one. Yes. And then there was like the snack candy right. one. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. Like popcorn, red vines. Yeah, which was cool because they had them like walking through the parking and lot. $4 and bottles of water. Typical of course. movie theater yeah, experience. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but it was really well done. Like you would get the menu, you could order it, and then they said like, hey, okay, cool. You ordered. We'll, we'll text you when it's done, and then you can come and, and get it. Um, so it was like really well organized. You never like interacted with a single person transaction-wise. You just like grabbed it, and you were good to go. Uh, so that was really cool. And then the movie started, and the movie's the movie. <laughs> yeah, um, after the movie, yeah. this is my like quick review. Mm-hmm. I turned to Zach, and I said, hmm, that's fun. I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. That was my... The, yeah, new, that was... the New Mutants. Yeah, The yeah. New Mutants. That was kind of my uh, my takeaway from it was I was really trying to like sit and think about like how would I describe this movie? And Zach and I talked about it a little bit this morning. I think my initial reaction when we were leaving the parking lot, my first thought was like, man, two years of delays did not help this movie out. In fact, I think it might have hurt it a little bit. I think when, you know, Disney bought... So if you guys don't know the story, and you might know more of the details than I... Mm. So Fox was working on uh, this movie because Fox owns X-Men, Silver Surfer, all those kinds of Marvel characters. Yeah. Then Disney bought Fox. Then Disney was like, oh, okay, um, I know this is like supposed to be like an R-rated like horror movie, like leaning into the horror of everything, but welcome to the Disney family now. And so they changed it. Right, and then it just sat there. Yeah, for like two I'm. Years? I'm a little unclear as to like all the details, yeah. but it also does sound like, from what I've read, that Fox itself was not too keen on the direction of the movie either. Yeah, and apparently they also wanted to change quite a few things. And I didn't read the entire article, but there was like an excerpt from our article that basically alluded that like Fox wanted Josh Boone to reshoot the whole thing. That oh. like they were very dissatisfied with the whole movie. So. Yeah, and because of the because of the buyout, like that, I don't. They said that the buyout did not affect the delay of the movie. Whether or not that's true, like we'll probably never know those details, and I don't really care to be honest with yeah, you. I don't care. Yeah, I um, don't believe them, but I also don't care. So. Yeah, exactly. So I think like I, I think if that played a role in it, then you know that had delayed the movie once or twice, and then the third time, obviously the pandemic had affected it. But at that point, I don't think they were shooting anything. I think that was just like finishing up the movie. Um, but it's weird. You can see a little bit of like the seam work. It's kind of obvious where there's like stuff that's been like added on or like reshot or additionally shot, Yo. especially because Maisie Williams aged like four and a half y- years. What was this up with the scene where the doctor was testing? Spoilers, maybe. Uh, okay. The doctor. The computer that we have. 
the doctor was using an iPad, mm-hmm. and then it was like this like very low quality feed, and it was supposed to be maybe like the feed from the iPad. Yeah, it just looks so bad. Yeah, there's a this movie does a lot of like weird things where it's cutting back between like. A viewing monitor in real life, and a viewing monitor in real life, yeah. and I'm kind of like, this is a little too much. Yeah, I don't. I, it's only 94 minutes it long, didn't work and it for me. felt two and a half hours. Like it really kind of drags in certain points. I, I'm so I have like mixed feelings because on one hand, I think it does a pretty good job, minus um, what's his name, the Brazilian character? Yeah, Sunspot. Uh, no, what what do they call him? He has like a nickname. In the movie, uh, it's uh, like half of his name. Yeah, I'll look it up. Okay, so minus him, they did a really good job with a diverse casting. You mm-hmm. know, you have like a clear storyline. Yeah, the Native American actress actually plays a Native American character. You know, uh, I, I like that, and then also. I see many of these actors as mm-hmm. like up and coming really great actors. Yeah. You know, they're very they're very good actors. At the same time, um, because I think the movie struggled to know what it was and mm-hmm. then struggled with the tone. Bobby. I think I think the uh, the performances mm-hmm. no, his name was Berto. Roberto. So they were calling him. Right, Berto, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Huh, Bobby, no. Um, it, because it struggled with knowing what it was and what it wanted to be, it then struggled with tone. Mm-hmm. And then I think these actors who are really good actors, because I've seen them in other stuff, you know, Thoroughbreds, yeah. I'm a really big fan of, Stranger Things. Um, like, their performances were, like, cartoony, but not in a fun way. Yeah. And I felt there was a little, there was a couple accents, like the Kentucky accent, the Russian accent. Like very cartoony, painted in like on a real thick. Bad thick. way. Yeah, and in Charlie and, and Charlie Heaton is British, so yeah. I, like that always to me is like a, a a challenge of like getting international actors to try to do American accents. Well, it's even like, harder for Americans to do those like sometimes. Language coaches and everything. I think it's more yeah. about the direction because yeah. you can do a soft accent. You don't have to lay it on that thick. And like I, cartoon. I I honestly felt like it got thicker and thicker as the movie went along. Like, it started out, and I was like, wait, is he supposed to be, like, Southern? Like, where is he from? But then by the end of the movie, he's talking like this, and he's really just laying that paint on real thick. And you're like, oh, goddamn, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, distracting because the storyline for him, yeah. you know, it, it deals with everybody's, like, darkest fears and right. stuff, are, like, very deep. But I was so distracted by, I didn't know if it was just like a cartoony version of their fears mm-hmm. or like a more serious or a more horror version. Yeah. Um, and then there was like the accents and I was like. Mm. Yeah. And you have uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, who I think is an incredible actress. She's been great. In every yeah. movie that I've seen with her, I've really like. Have you like, seen Thoroughbreds? Not Thoroughbreds. Very good. Okay. Very good. But, you know, she was in Emma that just came mm-hmm. out and you know, she's done so many things and she's been great in so much stuff. And uh, her her Russian accent is Ileana Rasputin. It's like, again, another like very heavy Russian accent. And I'm like, okay, I get it. She's Colossus sister. I understand. Um, I think a lot of people, I I don't think this is a spoiler. If I'm going to be honest, like, I think a lot of people are going to expect that this is going to heavily tie into X-Men. I think they're like, set it and forget it. Bye. Yeah. It for sure references things uh, from the X-Men universe. And it even, like, okay, it directly references Xavier School for the Gifted Youngsters. But that's it. Like, don't go into it thinking, like, oh, is Xavier going to show up? Is Wolverine going to show up? Right. And then I think you brought up a really great point there. Mm -hmm. 
because the movie is like a mashup of storylines. Mm. I don't know if it's really in line with comic books of animation uh, or part of a greater cinematic universe. It doesn't fit with any of them. Really. Yeah, yeah. And I think this movie really struggles to decide whether it wants to be a horror movie or a superhero action movie because there's not a ton of action. But when there is action, it's mostly pretty fun, but it's mostly like one or two characters that get to do all the action. And then it tries to like be a horror movie, but I feel like the trailers, because you've seen the trailers, mm -hmm. I feel like it's certain elements. I'm like, man, this almost feels like Nightmare on Elm Street style. Mm -hmm. Like you see characters coming through the wall. Right, and but it's, it's like, not like... But it, you watch the movie and you're like, oh, well, it struggles oh. to like really own the horror aspect. It does. And I would love to see like maybe before Disney came in, maybe it was a more solid horror piece. Yeah. You know, with like in the world of mutants. I don't know. It also felt like a small budget movie mm -hmm. because the cast is so small and the locations are so small. It's right? five characters. Yeah. It's like five <laughs> characters and they never leave. Yeah. Right? Um, and, uh, Unlike uh, like Deadpool, mm -hmm. that was very economic mm -hmm. with it's like small yeah. for a big budget movie. Right. This was not as economic. It felt empty and almost like unbelievable at yeah. times because I was like, I don't believe there's only one person in this situation. Right. You know, there should be like more extras or something. Yeah, I, I was hoping that we get a little bit more of a glimpse into the world of like what other what other characters are in this. You know this. Uh, this hospital and you know how are they dealing with it there was one montage yeah yeah and like i don't know but you don't like learn anything from that montage i honestly feel like i didn't even get an opportunity to really learn too much about the other characters i feel like we learned the most about um danny moonstar mm -hmm. which is fine because she's the leader of the new mutants or she's supposed to, as far as i remember from the comic book she's the leader of the new mutants and then i would say like next is iliana rasputin um the other characters, even um, but I feel like Rain I'm feeling Sinclair. that in. I'm yeah, feeling that it's a in lot of like assumptions. Yeah, like prior knowledge, because I could see as a person who doesn't know anything about the New Mutants, doesn't read any like Marvel right. comic books, would just be like, "So what's her deal? Like, yeah. is this magic? Is she a demon? Does she come from hell? Like all these." You yeah, know. there's a lot of like you have to like squint and try to fill in the blanks, and some of you're like, "Okay, I can kind of like decipher what this story and who this character is." Uh, but with other characters, you're, you're kind of like left in the dark and you don't know exactly who, what, where, and why. Um, I also wish that we could give Adam Beach a role in a superhero movie where he doesn't, uh, he has longer than five minutes. <laughs> uh, Mel Palmeno <laughs> says, would you say it's a good introduction for the characters for people unfamiliar? I would, I would I, say I, no. I don't, I can't answer that question. Yeah. I haven't read enough New Mutant comic books. Mm -hmm. But uh, based on someone who watches a lot of superhero movies... This movie, I didn't walk away from this movie being like, I desperately want to read more about these characters. It's not... Like Deadpool... It's not uh, a good horror movie. Yeah. And it's not a good origin story movie either. No, because it's got like... It's already yeah. just doing too much. Yeah. Like Deadpool for me was... I knew very little about Deadpool. And when I saw X-Men Origins Wolverine, I was like, eh, I don't really care about Deadpool. Mm -hmm. But then I saw Deadpool the movie and I was like, oh, I want to know more about this character. All the MCU, like the first movie for all the characters, mm -hmm. they're all good, really origin yeah. uh, kind of movies. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think I think Marvel Studios and DC have made way better origin stories for a lot of their characters uh, in the past. So, And I know that there's also been a lot of discussion that's come out of this movie. Um, 
through interviews with the director about certain characters and how he changed the uh, the race of certain characters and how he cast certain yeah. actors in certain roles. And even one of the co-creators was like, I was really excited about the concept of a New Mutants movie. Horror, kind of intrigued. Wasn't really the direction that I thought they would go to introduce all these characters. But after I saw it, the fact that they couldn't even spell my name right in the credits was like, I'm kind of done with this, which Ooh. is kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer. Yeah, I'm looking forward to um, watching the new Bill and Ted, but you can watch it at home. So Bill and yeah. Ted got great reviews. Mm-hmm. It has mm-hmm. like almost a 90% rating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people were saying like, yeah, man, if you just like want to see Bill and Ted be excellent, this movie doesn't. I'm like, great. I, I wouldn't say this movie's bad. It was not no. a bad movie. I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Mm-mm. New Mutants. And if you want to support, yeah, yeah if you want to support, you know, some diverse casting, yeah. your local drive-in theaters, if you want to get out of the house, it's not a bad time. I had yeah. a good time last night, but I wouldn't <laughs> watch this movie again. Yeah. And I will say too, like the the experience that we went to it was exclusively for new mutants mm-hmm. so it costs more money yeah if there's a drive-in around but it you, was like 35 bucks per car right which is still like very reasonable yeah. if it's like the whole family yeah, yeah for sure um the the normal drive-in that we normally go to i think it's 20 dollars per car and you get the added benefit that you get a double feature so I think at, at the mission tiki drive-in that we normally go to they're playing new mutants and it's um it's a double feature with Iron Man. So I'm like, yeah, okay. If I'm going to pay $20. My best friend. Yeah, exactly. If I'm going to go pay $20 to watch New Mutants and Iron Man, I'm totally okay with it. Yeah. So, you know, I think that would be that would be a lot of fun. But if you're, like, only specifically going to go to the Rose Bowl, go if you really want to just experience the the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl event itself. Um and kind of go into the movie with, like, level expectations. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't go into it with high expectations, but I was looking forward to it only because it had been delayed so many times. And I loved the concept of a horror X-Men movie. I thought that was really, really cool. No, I, don't, I wouldn't really call it horror. Yeah, I, I, I don't think the, the movie delivered on that promise. It, it mimics some shadows of, of horror tropes, but not, not really. Yeah, so I, I was I was a little bit disappointed. But again, I agree, like... I don't think it's a bad movie. I just think that, like, if you were going into it expecting a certain thing, it's probably not there for you. Um, and I think there will be probably conversations that will come out of this of, like, well, who ruined this movie, Fox or Disney? Oh. And I don't think we'll ever get the answer to that. Um, and I think a lot of people will tell their own sides of the story. Ultimately, I don't think it matters because the movie's out now. I, I actually really like X-Men's First Class. And, like, oh, I do, too. Yeah, I thought I the do casting too. was really strong. First Class and, is awesome. Yeah, I, I like those. First Class is in my top five X-Men movies, oh, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's really good. It's very, very, very good. Yeah. Um, so, like, so, yeah. I wish this team had that treatment. For sure. Because, like, yeah, it's just shot better, sounds better. Yeah, direction is better. Cause mm-hmm. I believe in the actors, you know? Totally. I was excited about the cast, and yeah. like I don't even watch Game of Thrones. Like, I, I wasn't like a weekly um, viewer of Game of Thrones, but I watched scenes and clips of it, and I thought Maisie Williams was great yeah, in she that. Was, she was fantastic. Yeah, and Maybe all the my other favorite, actors. Actually, yeah, out of the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, so I don't know. I mean, if you want to go see it and it's playing at a drive-in near you, I don't think you're gonna lose anything if you like don't watch it. But I also don't think you'll lose anything if you do end up watching it. Yeah, it's it. very mm-hmm. middle of the road for me. Yeah, it's like very middle of the road. It's not terrible. It's not some like sprawling epic X-Men movie. It's it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. 
Lucas, do you think you'll see it? No, probably not. <laughs> I don't even remember the trailers. Uh, and like, I don't, I don't know. remember the trailers either. Yeah. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I did like a long, long time yeah, ago. Yeah, we did reactions to, like the I first trailers. Them, but I don't yeah. remember what happened. Yeah. Fadier is asking, aren't there only six X Men movies? Well, you've got X Men, X Two, X Men United, X Men: The Last Stand, X Men: Origins Wolverine, X Men: Days of Future Past, X Men: Dark Phoenix, and then like I don't know. This is like not an X Men movie, and then what? you have Logan, which yeah, is like Logan, kind of separated. Yeah. And then you have also the Wolverine. So it kind of depends on like what you consider an X-Men movie. Does it have to have X-Men in the title? Does it have to have multiple X-Men in it? It kind of, you know, kind of depends on you. So yeah, that's kind of, those are kind of our thoughts on that movie. But the, the driving experience was really, really fun. Yeah, it's fun. And if they, I was telling Emily, you know, if they did something like that for Tenet, if they, you know, got like some parking lot that was like, this is the Tenet drive-in for three weeks, I'd be like, dude, I would go do it again. I think it'd be uh, really fun. Can I Ooh. give uh, some quick tips if you're about to see a movie in the drive-in? Um, here's a few quick tips. One, go with your phone's charge because sometimes sure. you have to listen um, through the audio with your phone. Two, you know, get out your car. I had Stretch. some bottled water yeah. in there, you know, so I don't have to buy $4 bottled water, your favorite snacks. You know, Zach has his own dietary things and yeah. maybe butter on the popcorn. Yeah, put snacks in there. Take advantage of the fact that you don't have to buy overpriced concessions if you don't want to. Uh, I would say three, I'm all about that lumbar support pillow because you're going to be <laughs> sitting there and you're yeah. not driving, you're not moving around. You're sitting there for an hour and a half, two hours. If yeah. it's a double feature, four hours maybe. Right, even. right. So, you know, get, you know, a lumbar pillow, neck pillow, you're going to get nice and comfy. Um uh, and then five, what else would I say? Go potty before. Go potty before. Huge one. Go. Po- I did. I went potty before. Very comfortable. Yeah. Very comfortable. Bladder did not interrupt me while viewing the no, experience. No, not at all. Um, How was the weather at the drive-in? Well, we so we kept our windows and the sunroof down and the sunroof open, mm-hmm. and that was very nice. And, uh, <clears throat> and then, like, the final thing is... And this is only a problem for people like cars like mine. If you mm. have a very automatic car, automatic daylights, that kind of right, thing. Right, right. Um, when I turn my car off and tune into the station to watch the movie, there's dim lights right. on for safety as a default. Right. And so I was going through my car monitor trying to figure out how to turn my headlights completely off because they would like walk by my car yeah. and knock on my window and be like, yeah, excuse me, you got to turn, turn your lights off. Yeah. And uh, figure out your controls for your uh, internal dashboard because then mm-hmm. my internal dashboard was glaring at me. Yeah. And I think we ended up putting like a pillow over it or something. Oh, I see. So if you have one of those cars that you have to like go into mm. the menus to like dim your lights all the way f- inside and outside, that's just something to figure out. I think for most Toyotas, if you pull the e-brake up one click and then turn the car on, the lights stay off. Yeah. There's, oh, no way. There's all oh, sorts wow. of different settings. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw like uh, Fords. I think if you double click, mm-hmm. you can turn off the like automatic lights. Yeah. It's just something that, you know, <clears throat> those some, are my pro tips. There's some way to for, do it. You can Google it too. Yeah. Usually. For a comfortable drive through inging. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like for me, because I'm a little bit taller, um, Emily has a Prius, so it's like you really have to figure out like your legroom situation, mm-hmm. and you definitely got to get out and like stretch your legs mm-hmm. at some point because otherwise you're just like you feel so crammed by the end of a 90, 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I really like the driving experience, and I totally agree. I think it's really nice that you can bring your own food because yeah, if, 
a drive in generally, it's going to have your typical concession stand items. And if you're Zach or Emily who can't have dairy or gluten, then you can't enjoy shit while you're there. The popcorn only had oil on it, but it was very salty. Was it? Very salty. Yeah. So. Yes. And the more we ate, the saltier it got because it was like maybe it's just on the top. No, they just like no, they just took a thing of salt. And they're like salty. at the bottom, and yes. then popcorn and a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my favorite things about going to the movie. Though, is I usually consider it like, especially in Los Angeles, it's, it's, a treat, it's gonna dude. be dinner for me. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some food, some snacks. I love that. Yeah, pay a lot of money, but that's, I mean, that's what I'm there for. It, it is part of, like, and when I go to the movies by myself, I usually don't yeah. do that because I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't really need it. But I, when I go with like a group of friends or if Emily and I go, I love mm-hmm. like a little snack, a little yeah. candy, a little drink, get a couple hot dogs, yeah, some nachos. <laughs> Some cookie dough bites. No. You're that asshole Large in the back Coke. of the was like <laughs> big old popcorn. I love the cheese curly fries. That's my weakness. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I love uh fries. I love uh goobers and putting them in my popcorn. Oh, and dibs. Yeah, Yo, dibs are amazing, dibs, dude. Yes. Yeah. I could never share my popcorn with Naeem. I would kill the poor guy. Because goobers what? have peanuts in them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. Remind me to not go to the movies with Ethan next time. <laughs> like, Vermont, they always ordered chicken tendies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That sounds right. Yep, yep. So, why does, that's our experience with that. Why does Matt always call, like, he shortens chicken? Tendies? He's like, nuggies. <laughs> nuggies. Yeah, let's get some nuggies. And Matt, I'm like, Matt, like can we zoom you nugget. in so you can just explain your process yeah, of shortening Yeah, why are they terms? tendies and nuggies? <laughs> Please explain right now. Oh, soft pretzel. Yo, a soft pretzel with a little bit of salt and uh, like the dipping cheese. I like mustard too. Mustard's good yeah, too. Yeah, some of the mustard sauces. I'll pay that extra dollar <laughs> fifty for that damn fake cheese. Amontiak knows what is up. Mm-hmm. Matt, we're still waiting for a response. Come on, dude. Yeah, we call him out now. He's like, oh, I gotta go back. He's to like, work. yeah, I gotta go, guys. Okay, bye. Nice seeing you. It's weird, but at my In and Out store, we always talked like that. I don't know why. Guess, Guess it's it stuck. stuck. I call them tendies. <laughs> you do, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, is there other like media news you wanted to talk about? There's one small thing I wanted to talk about. <clears throat> uh, there's an interesting thing going on with Fangoria. I don't know how many like horror fans we have here, but Fangoria was. I want. I want to see you horror out. You want to see me horror out? Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm the monster of the movie. (laughs) But Fangoria is opening up. They they were recently bought out. They've had a lot of issues with like some of the previous ownership that they were a part of. Mm. Um, So they ended up parting ways, and they were recently bought out by a new company. And they're going to be expanding uh, multimedia wise into like a whole bunch of different avenues. Uh, Podcasts. They're going to be creating original content. The big thing that they touched on is they want to create an, an opportunity for new and diverse filmmakers to come in to build build out projects. Um, I shouldn't say filmmakers. I think they, they specifically said creators because I think they, they're not... I totally forgot Huck was down here. Um, they don't want to necessarily uh, limit themselves to just like one thing, not just film or television, but t- film, television, podcast stuff. So it made me excited because I read Fangoria magazine as a kid and I used to go to the magazine store and buy it all the time. So I was really sad like when I went away and then I had a whole resurrection, which is I think is amazing. So I'm very, as a horror fan, I think that's something that like we can all kind of look forward to is to see what new things they can they can bring to the table. And because we have platforms like Shudder, I think it's really cool that potentially like some of that projects can go to these streaming platforms and stuff. But it was just something that I was really excited for. I saw that um, the Dune, first official Dune trailer is going to be playing oh, in right. 
theaters for Tenet. Yes, internationally at least, at yeah. the end of this month. Well, I guess this weekend is when it'll start. It's going to drop officially online on September 9th at 9 a.m. I think I'm most hyped for Dune. Uh, like any movie I've I've been hyped for in years, I'm most hyped for Dune. Yeah. I've never read Dune. Oh, it's so good. Um, I would really love to read it. I don't know if I'll realistically get to it before the movie comes out. Yeah. But the cast and Denis Villeneuve are the reason why I'm so like yeah. into the movie. Yep. The before cast it even comes and the out. director, yeah. Totally yeah. hardcore agree. But also... Um, the book is insane. The source material is great. Mm -hmm. uh, inspiration for a lot of modern sci-fi. You should listen to the audiobook. Yeah. It's really good. Is it? Yeah, cool. it's very good. Maybe They've I got a, like then. a whole cast of actors. It's like a freaking teleplay. Oh, wow. Yeah. They recently did that. Uh, DC did that with a new Sandman uh, audiobook that just came out. They have like James McAvoy, Kat Dennings. Mm -hmm. I think Riz Ahmed is in there. Yeah. A ton of people. Yeah. Um, I like that. I, that 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 sort of stuff like really um, makes me more excited to listen mm -hmm. when they uh, have that sort of like uh, uh, production value yeah. in it and stuff. But yeah, what uh what did what did you want to talk about, Malika? As I ask you this question while you're eating your food. I know. I just I totally had breakfast totally yet. not convenient. Nom, nom, nom. <clears throat> <laughs> I just need five seconds. All right. Um, I'm glad we've gotten an update on Raya and the Last Dragon. Speaking of Disney. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. shout out my Southeast Asian princes and princesses. Um, uh, I got to say, I know that, like, Cassie seemed great. She's, you know, beautiful girl, nice voice and everything. But as a Southeast Asian, I like seeing somebody who's 110% Southeast Asian play that role. Mm -hmm. You know, and many, many times you have these Asian characters that are half white and they're Asian too. I don't want to like exclude them from the experience. But is it Chris Rock that has that joke about Obama being like, oh, he's the kind of black that people can take, like coffee with cream? <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, maybe I'm misquoting the wrong comedian. Somebody somebody funny said that. And I, I think as a brown Asian, I have felt that too. Mm -hmm. That, you know, whenever there's supposed to be, you know, Southeast Asian characters, they like soft pedal it. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to see not only a Southeast Asian actress, but also Kelly Marie Tran. Mm -hmm. You know, they did her wrong in Star Wars, okay? WTF. They yeah. succumbed. To the dumb bullies online, and I'm I'm glad to see that she's going to be the main character of this movie. Yeah. It's really exciting. Yeah. Um, because my memory is terrible, can someone please confirm that Raya, that this movie Raya and the Last Dragon was what they showed at D23 last year? Yes. It was right. Yep, and Aquafina is going to be the dragon. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so I did I'm just see kind that. Of like, you know, as a person who was like born there and like speaks a Southeast Asian language yeah. and stuff. You know, and you have somebody Chinese playing the dragon, and then you have somebody who's like, you know, I'm just like, mm. yeah, you know, because I'm also a big fan of Brenda's song, who I'm like, hey, you work with other people who represent like Southeast Asians, like why you got a soft pedal like that? Yeah, you know what I mean. I remember, uh, I I didn't. Yeah, why didn't they hire me, Nee Anderson? <laughs> I'm I, here. I didn't know anything. <laughs> I didn't know anything about this movie. And I had no idea it was going to be part of the D23 lineup. But then they came and they showed some like concept work and some animatic work. And I was like, this movie looked gorgeous. I was like really just surprised by 
by the look and the feel of it. And mm-hmm. I, I really like Aquafina, so like that also made me excited. But I am very happy to see Kelly Marie Tran get more work and especially high profile work like this because it's still under the Disney umbrella. Yeah. So it's like, hey, let us uh let us like, you know, do you a solid and put you in something else where we actually like spotlight you and not be like, oh fans didn't like you? Sorry. And I think uh especially from Hyper you're gonna see a lot of love for Kelly Marie Tran because mm. She's in a lot of similar circles of mm-hmm. many of our improv friends that we feature. And she's from San Diego. On a lot of our RPGs. And she is known yeah. within the like LA improv mm-hmm. community, yeah. mostly UCB, for like just hustling like crazy yeah. for years and years and years and years and years. And she like deserves that break, you know? So we were like very like, yeah, excited. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, uh, she, the gym I used to work at, a little private gym, there'd be like four or five people in there mm-hmm. at a time. She worked out there for a long amount of time, and I talked to her a lot. She's incredibly nice, mm-hmm. just like one of the nicest people I've ever met. And I, you, like, you say that about a lot of people, but I mean it. Like top yeah. five, just like nicest impression that I could ever get from someone. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy for her because for a while there was just like not a lot of movement on like what she would be doing and roles and stuff so it's like you hear this and you're like awesome cool great let's let's continue doing that it was interesting too because today i think it was this morning i read that daisy ridley after rise of skywalker had like the hardest time like she auditioned for a ton of stuff at the beginning of the year Mm. of this year and got none of it what and she's just like I don't know if this is like a Star Wars thing or like what and I'm like dude typecast kind of thing yeah I'm like damn man like you another example in those movies of like a great actor um yeah and I like want to see those actors get more work that's not just shit related to Star Wars yeah because uh, I, uh, I love her and I love Kelly Marie Tran and I love John Boyega and yeah, I want to see them do more him, stuff. I was oh my like, god, what? he's amazing! Yeah. But I, oh man, it's that one scene though in like Star Wars where I felt like, hey, I want to come, and it's like, no, you can't get on the bus, like yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh. they they did her dirty. Oh. oh. Red Ranger says the original Fantastic Four movies on Disney Plus now. Uh... I kind of like that original one. It's not bad, dude. It's not bad. The second one's not bad either. The, yeah, the it's, it's not one. as strong as the first, no. but I I, I like that first they're like one. They're schlocky, but they're pretty. <laughs> they are pretty fun. I, they kind I kind of feel like they were very like aware of what they were making. Yeah, and they're kind of like oh let's lean into it was this. It's a one. weird okay. time for like movies and special effects too. That transition. I mean, that was that period. early two thousands Fox era where they were like dead. Daredevil, Elektra, mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Let's throw anything at the wall and see what sticks. And yep. you're like, okay, why not? Yep. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Was there any other stuff? I know that a lot of people in the chat room have been talking about this um, Burger King Twitch like ad thing that's been happening. So I guess from what Has I it know, been playing on our channel. <laughs> no, Maybe. I don't. I don't know. No, it's Chat not an ad. Me. It's Cur- more like Burger King's popping into That's right. streams and they're like and donating money donating money as a way to get people to talk about Burger. To talk King. about Burger King and everybody who like that's happened to. They're kind of like, this is kind of gross. Yeah, mm. I don't like this. Why are you putting me on the spot and making me talk about your brand? Yeah, it's like just because um, you're coming in. Tip. It's like they forced an endorsement. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Do they do research on people? Have they done it to a vegan? Because that would be kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> even though I think their veggie burgers are okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know they had veggie yeah, burgers. I, I haven't been to a Burger King in I, I don't know how long. I have lev- lived that vegetarian life for almost like four years. So They yeah. tip like $5 in the messages and ad. 
Oh, what? Oh, the message is an ad? That's yeah, even not <laughs> the way to do it. I don't know. It's going to turn back on them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. That's terrible. Yeah. So this article is funny. It says, it's uh, Adage, who says, uh, What was likely hatched as a clever ad campaign for Burger King has uh, instead upset the audience the Whopper maker was trying to reach. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I think there, there could have been a way where if they had like a campaign to support like women in gaming or mm-hmm. something like that. And right. they were like, you know, and if they just was like, you go, girl, from Burger King, and right. it was five bucks, they'd be like, oh, I guess this, this is kind of cool. Yeah, yep. and if there's like you a know? link and it like takes you to something of like, you know, the proceeds or yeah, whatever, right? right, right. It's going yeah. to like a scholarship for, a, you know, a, a lady who wants to yeah. study game development. I'd be like, okay, that's Yeah, it cool. says, right uh, it, sh- it says, the agency exploited Twitch's donation feature to promote Burger King's $5 value meal without paying anything meaningful for its advertising. I, uh, uh, no. I think that's gross, but I also have this like s- like small amount of like mafia respect for it. like <laughs> <laughs> like damn. Yo, I respect the hustle, bro, that's but that's fuck, that's messed right up, man. Yeah. <laughs> I guess like, this that's is, fucked up, but it, like respect. That's so this is so exactly what the bot stupid. said during the stream. I've don't I donated five bucks, so I can say that on the Burger King app you can get a Whopper, small French fries, and a small drink for five dollars. Oh, that's so like ad cop. Oh. It's like so openly shady that I yeah. yeah I've got like a small amount of respect for it. <laughs> <laughs> like you just doing that? Lucas You're just is gonna about to be like, that shady right out. Are in you front? about to just like start tipping to our channel to just read your tweets? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what amazing. it feels like. That's oh, that's kind of what it feels like. Oh, uh, pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. I was supposed to say, what if Bad Dragon or another company does it? I think what makes it extra icky is. All the major fast food chains are like huge. Mm-hmm. They're right. ginormous. <clears throat> yeah, ginormous. And you like, know, go ahead. You know, if it was some like smaller boutique uh, adult novelty company, I'm like, I have different feelings about this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like, look, okay, Burger King, if you really want to like work with a streamer to to promote something well, like think, you just gotta pay them you yeah. know you just gotta do the long like you gotta go the wrong long way and do it that or like you know if they are supporting and trying to like a certain type of streamer or something yeah you know we want to support black content creators right right yeah. there's one on us yep mm-hmm. you know you can <laughs> yeah like there's got to be just something like, oh, behind it that's something like something like that it's easy to, yeah easy to do that yeah but, exactly yeah i it's like I, I get kind of tired of these uh, brands trying to relate to kids and stuff. Well, Arsenal Roy brought up another controversy that kind of blew up within our community, which was the RPG from Wendy's. And I have less mm-hmm. problems with that because it's not trying to, like, be anything. Yeah. You know? But, like, Wendy's is, is probably my, my first example of, you know, like, ten years ago on Twitter when it was like, oh, Wendy's is funny. Or was that, like, five years ago? Arby's I don't even know. was, like, the, the game Arby's, yeah. yeah. And now it's just, like, every brand is doing that. Yeah. And they're just trying to, like, connect Sh- with show, the kids. Show how well they can clap back Yeah, and, and it's it's just stupid. Like, now I go to a company's Twitter and they're just, like, cyberbullying everyone. <laughs> and, like, I don't even know what their product is. <laughs> like, Moon Pies, what are you up to? Uh, actually, like, do you still sell Moon Pies? I'm people through the internet. Or do you just make fun of 12-year-olds yeah. who have an adult avatar, but they're really just 12? <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That was like a whole thing. It was just like, who can out-bully yeah. who? Freaking Steakums on Twitter is just like uh, political. Have oh you guys seen Steakums no. on Twitter? I don't even... It's dumb, man. <laughs> Jesus. It's like... 
it's everything's an ad. Yeah. Well, I think I, I think that's the key. Is like everything is an ad. It's yeah. like who can outrow somebody the most will get people to go to Wendy's and be like, oh, I want some chicken nugs. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's very very silly. Uh, but coming up, we're gonna be playing a game of Risk. Woo! Uh, we're gonna be switching to clips for a few minutes just so we can kind of get like reset a little bit, use the potty because I drink this whole damn coffee. You're welcome. Uh, thank you very much. Maybe split it with Lucas. I'll order my Here own. you go, dude. Have the rest. Get that, get that <laughs> coffee out of my face. <laughs> uh, so enjoy these clips from our road trip for a few minutes as we get set up for a fun game of Risk. <laughs> 